0: What up, Bucks fans? We are back. It's Real Bucks Talk. I'm Michael Plus, joined as always by Mark Ramirez, my co host. This is Real Bucks Talk presented by Bucks Report, also the Pigskin Podcast Network. Uh, please, if if you're joining in tonight, give us a like, subscribe if you haven't. We appreciate the support and uh, bring it in the chat room as always. But with that said, Mark, uh, how are we doing? The Buccaneers did win yesterday, it was a, a close, tough battle, but a win is a win.
1: Yeah, you said it a win is a win. Three and one, moving on. Hopefully, the Dolphins aren't as tough. But I mean, something I heard today was um, everyone's gonna bring their A game. This is they're facing the Super Bowl champs, everyone's gonna want to. Like knock the lion off its mount, right? They're yeah. gonna to want to beat the big fish in the pond, so I can expect something like this from everyone. But the Bucks have to expect it too. You got to be bringing your A game because everyone's gonna bring theirs. So, did I expect it to be this close? I kind of, I kind of said it during our little live stream last Monday. I'm like, it's gonna be close. The drama of it, everyone's gonna want it to be heated. Belichick's gonna be smart. He's gonna be able to play his chest pieces around, and it, it did bother Brady. And that's something people were like, oh, no, we're going to slaughter him. I'm like, guys, 20 years, 20 years, he's going to get used to what's going on. It's, any little thing he's going to find. And what's going to happen? Everyone's going to watch the game tape. What the hell did Belichick do? Is, it, is this the secret behind it? Possibly. But also, is a lot of bad execution, bad drops, bad just stupid refs. A whole lot of things that went wrong, but still somehow we won the game based off of a miss hitting the, the field goal post. But drama, excitement, craziness. I liked it nonetheless. And the Bucks won. Excited about right.
0: that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're, you're three and one at the end of the day. You're in first place in your division. Uh, these games week to week are always something different. They don't have to be pretty wins. The main thing is you win the game. That's that's what matters. You try to stack as many wins as possible, put yourself in the best position when it comes to playoffs and, you know, that's really all you need to do. Get into the playoffs, anything can happen once you're in there. We saw that last year with the Bucs as a 5 seed. Yeah. You know, just get this team into the playoffs and we'll figure it out from there and see where we can go. Uh, you know, this isn't college football where, you know, wins have to look pretty. You're not trying to, you know, get a number 1 bowl ranking or, or what have you. Uh, the main thing is winning games. Uh, so yeah, the execution could be better. There's a lot of things that could be cleaned up defensively, offensively, you know, special teams, all of it can be much improved, but you know, bottom line is you, is you won the game, you know, you made the plays when you had to Levante David comes up with a huge play on third and three knocks that ball down forces a a fourth down, uh, I thought they were going to go for it. They did not. Um, and, you know, they forced him into that field goal, and, you know, it, it worked out for the Buccaneers. And that was humongous. I mean, I,
1: I think the guy was wide open behind him. They send in a whole bunch of guys, and that's something usually where Levante just gets beat over the top and he just gets his little mitten up over it, over the top, and knocks that sure. thing down. Uh, Furu Kawab, thank you as always. Let's bring that up. Oh, oh.
0: oh sorry. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing with the controls,
1: All right? Aloha, gangy. You guys always come in with good content. Thank you, Peru Kawab. As always, we try and bring it. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. this
1: is just more us getting excited for another Buccaneer season, getting you guys involved. You guys make the show. We always tell you guys that. Oh, and here's a funny note. If You guys are wondering what the hell's on my nose. Braden got a little stressed out during the game as well, and damn near ripped off my nose. So this is a, a baby scrape from an eight-month-old. It's crazy,
0: but uh, strong hands,
1: right? Very damn strong hands. Mm-hmm. Offensive lineman, strong hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, let's keep talking game. Uh, I want to start. Let's start with offense because obviously Tom Brady, the, the drama, the emotions of him going back to Foxborough, and is he going to come out prevailing? Looking at the numbers. Let's just look at the numbers. Let's not make this an emotional thing, even though it was an emotional game. They at his numbers, 22-43, 269, no touchdowns, no interceptions. And a lot of, I mean, that the number is not that good. It's barely 50%. The running game, we'll get to that. But looking at Tom Brady's performance, nonetheless, I think he was pressing a lot. Very on early. I mean, it was raining. I don't know why they were throwing so often. That's play caller. That's the identity of what the heck they were trying to do. I don't, I don't do I agree with it? No. But. That's what they were trying to do. I think Brady was just pressing too early, thinking too much, should have just made it simpler. Again, a lot of that's on the play caller and how they're diagnosing the first 15-play script. I feel like Brady he didn't make any big mistakes, but he was. you can tell the nerves were there, and he felt the pressure of being back in a place where he wanted to win bad, and we ended up just barely winning. What did mm. you see?
0: Yeah, I mean there's definitely a little a uh, little bit of pressing for sure. You know, throws were going over guys' heads. He was trying to, you know, really force force the issue. Uh at times he was throwing just with too much zip and it was going through guys' hands. Uh again, the weather could play a definitely a part in that. Um you know, we had a couple we had a few drops last night, so but it was monsooning out there, so there's a lot of, you know, a lot of moisture on the ball, wet ball and you know it wasn't it wasn't looking good when it was coming out of his hands at times, but, you know, they, they did what they had to. Again, he made some really big plays, uh, especially that I think that third down run that he had, that was gigantic uh, getting that first down. So just doing, you know, just enough and, and getting, you know, the touchdown to take the lead and then getting some key field goals there at the end uh, was, you know, just getting it done, finding ways to, to win the game defensively, you know they they found ways to get turnovers um you know we probably should have had another one that was called back because i don't know why but you I'm know Liz these days. but uh yeah offensive offensively it was uh it was just a struggle and not so much like you know 30 to 30 it's just once we got into that red zone area uh really didn't have any answers uh, i think tom was like 3 of 16 inside the red zone which is not very common for him. Usually he's on the money uh, when we get in, in there, but it's it's been a struggle the last two weeks. It seems like, especially the teams we played, the Rams and the Patriots, they've kind of figured out how to you know stop our red zone.
1: Yeah, so I mean, this is something where Belichick knows tendencies and stuff of Brady. And why the hell is Cody McElroy getting covered in a goal line situation? No one knows he's going to get the ball, but Belichick knew. Why is this guy on the field cover him? Usually Brady decks hit a guy like this. Well, it's just little tendencies that a guy that would, has seen it for 20 years may know. Mm-hmm. Uh, why the hell aren't they targeting targeting Chris Godwin down there? Don't know. The man had five targets. Let's take a peek at the numbers again. Five targets. Only had three catches, 55 yards. This is something we discussed prior to the live stream saying how, yeah, maybe that was their game plan going into it. Does it have to be right? No, but it won you the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is where they should have hit more often. And they luckily in the second half started doing it and chewing up clock because look at the averages. Go with that, Why, especially in the raining game. But Antonio Brown had a lot of balls thrown over him, drops. Mike Evans had a drop. Cameron Bray had a drop. I mean, there was drops all around, and the pressure was getting there. I mean, the defense could read Brady, and they were giving him fits. You could visually see that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some of this – I'm mean, gonna give credit to the Patriots. Yes, they defensively they did well. Judon did amazing. Donovan Smith didn't do as bad as some people think he did. Even though, yes, Judon did get in a couple times. Mm. We're always like the Donovan Smith protectors, but I, I still think the early on of last year it's still carrying over. I don't get the identity of what the hell they're trying to do. I think it's just pass happy and looking deep too much, and they just need to get back to the basics and. Execute. Find weaknesses and attack it. I mean, consistently—that's the biggest thing.
0: Right. No, definitely. I, I think it's—I think it's a combination of a little bit of everything. They're—they're they're trying to incorporate some of the things that they did last year at the at the end of the season, and then trying to go back to what you know they were doing. Um, they're trying to mix it up, you know, whether it be BA's offense or Tom's offense. And they're trying to combine a little bit of both. But I, I think the main thing is teams. I think have figured out how to play coverage against them. And, you know, we've seen, we've seen that where they're doing a lot of stuff where, especially last night, they were, they were sending a lot of pressure or like fake pressure, simulated, you know, pressure at, at Tom and then dropping back into deep coverage, whether it be eight, seven guys all the time. Uh, the Rams did it too. So they're, they're finding ways. Basically they're forcing us to run the football and, and, you know the, boxers, to run the football. yeah yeah they want us to run the football and well for whatever reason uh we're not doing that consistently even though you know you had 20 carries for Leonard Fournette um still there there's got to be a more emphasis on, on running that football in different ways utilizing Rojo more uh and, and utilizing you know the backs that you have uh and then you know mixing that in with play action and your short game, your screen game, uh, a lot of things to get these guys out of the coverage that they're playing. Because if you can force that coverage to come down into the box, then it opens up things for, you know, the downfield passes that they're trying to, you know, hit. Uh, so hopefully they figure that out. I think they'll start to adjust as they see these teams, you know, they're just going to continue to play coverage and, and, and force you to run the football. So, uh, The way they start the game, it has to be better, it has to be cleaner, uh, and they have to figure it out, especially inside the red zone, uh, to capitalize.
1: Uh, Yeah, I want to touch more on the running game. But Mm -hmm. before we do that, I want to say hello to all y'all in the chat. Kay, welcome in. Ken Smith, long time no see. Jeff Goodrich, Andrew, always good seeing you. Thank you for being a part of this. But yeah, let's talk more running game. I want to agree with you 100% that they got to find ways to Get the ball in the hands of Rojo in opportunity, opportunistic ways. I mean, six carries, 25 yards. Again, always refer to the numbers. That This is what's going to tell you the story of what's happening. The averages are there. I mean, B.A. was bitching about, oh, if we only get two or three, I'm not going to run the ball. But you got four. And before halftime, you're averaging six a carry. And mm-hmm. this is Lenny Fournette averaging, getting almost 100 yards, 4.6 yards, literally not even barely moving. In the first two or three yards of him holding the ball, he's running into people. You have Rojo who gets it and hits a hole immediately, or if you it's short yardage, he just plows over someone.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I trust Rojo in short yardage, and if you just need to get down the distance, Fournette, I can see what you're doing in the middle between the twenties, but that's why you gave Rojo the ball inside the five because you know he can kind of drill it in there. I'm hoping this is a confidence booster for him. I'm hoping. I, mm-hmm. I, I go back and forth with a bunch of guys in our little group chat. Like, Rojo just isn't the safe option. Fournette is. It just, just, and blocking and maintaining possession of the ball. I know Fournette fumbled the other day, and I think it was what Godwin knocked it out of bounds, but mm-hmm. just time and time again, Rojo makes mental lapses. Then he goes into his little down in the dumps mode and BA just pulls him out. We don't know exactly what's going on. Is he really moping around the whole time? We don't know. I mean, I clearly know when he is on the field, he's lightning. He Mm -hmm. he can form with the best of them, and Fournette just doesn't do that for me. He he does well. He does enough. He doesn't do good. (laughs) I'll say that. So Mm -hmm. it's still a weird situation, and not having Gio Bernard sucks too, but, I mean, you don't have a legit pass catcher. You don't have a guy that you can – fully rely on and running so it's still it's an open book with the running back position even though they they all can pretty much run what do you think
0: no i agree it's a uh it's a very tough tough situation uh the the running back group so they're just gonna have to continue to tinker with it figure it out you know and see how it goes obviously you know for net they're they're putting in more situations right now and they they feel like uh, you know, he is the answer and he did play well last night. I got to give him credit. Um, still he had some things where it's like, okay, what are you doing? Why are you waiting this long to go? But it ended up working, um, at, at, times, um, he still runs into the back of our offensive lineman way too much, uh, which is frustrating, but he did make a big play, uh, you know, with that pass interference call as he was, I don't know why Brady was throwing the ball down to him deep, but he was open, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he did get pass interfered with, and, and it ended up being a big play. I think we ended up getting the uh, the go ahead points there in that drive. So, yeah, I mean, he he's doing his job. So they're just gonna they're gonna have to continue to just play with it and see see what happens. Uh, again, at 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 the same point, this is a passing team. Your best players are passing guys, so receivers, tight ends they are still going to be a big focal point. Uh, but we just have to do a better job of finding ways to balance it, especially the way teams are going to play us defensively. You're going to struggle, you know, just continue to throw the ball deep because teams are going to play coverage. They want you to run the football. And until we do that consistently, you know, it's, it's going to be tough because if we don't, we, we're going to struggle to score inside the red zone. I mean, you have to run the football inside the 10. And to really help you out, I mean, our touchdown last night was a rushing touchdown from what the eight or something like that. So, gotta gotta make that happen.
1: I mean, so what's funny is, yeah, teams are daring us to run the ball and offensive or against us defensively. Everyone's just not running at all against us. Why bother? Right. Yeah, negative one, right? Yeah, negative so, one yards. So it's funny how it's two totally opposite things. And do the Bucks attack it? Or maybe they're just decoying or disguising it pre-snap. They're like, oh, all these guys are on the line. Let's sw- switch to a pass. No one, no one has ever like the Rams blatantly did it. They said, No, you're not gonna run the damn ball. We're staying back. We're gonna cover all these damn weapons you have. I dare you to run it. And we said that in the film study over and over. Start running the damn ball. Proof is in the pudding. I mean, the Patriots aren't a good. Run stopping team, so obviously it was going to be easy. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, make it so, part of your game of attack. Mention that's how they succeeded during the playoffs against the Packers, against the Saints. I mean, all the whole ride there, we almost had 100 yards every game. Fournette, that's why he got the name Playoff mm-hmm. Lenny and then Lombardi Lenny because they were running the ball. It wasn't just passing to him. But I do got to give credit. They were saying uh, Leonard Fournette was the reason we won the game. The passing interference call was humongous. I mean. Brady Red one-on-one with the linebacker. I'm going to throw this bad boy up. And then also that screen pass that he took well, almost 20 yards down the field. Like he was really close, broke tackles, kept going. So mm-hmm. he does deserve a lot of credit, even though some of the times he gets these runs, I'm like, where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not pretty to see. I'll do that.
0: No, I mean, you said it last night. It's an ugly run game and you know, yeah. it, it is what it is, but you you got to stay with it, um, especially um, as you get closer to that end zone. We have to be more creative inside there. I, I was not pleased with the route concepts throughout the game. I thought there needs to be more crossing routes, drag routes, uh, level concepts that we saw in the past, but it just really hasn't been there. Um, again, I'll have to double-check that on the All-22 when we get that, but it's... Um, It's just frustrating because, you know, this team can score inside the red zone because of the people that we have. But it just seems like they weren't being utilized in a way where they can do that. Like what happened to like, you know, especially inside the 10, that is a great time to call like the Godwin screen, you know, to get upfield, do stuff like that. It it always works and just didn't really see that. You didn't see like any type of like tight end screens. I mean, that's stuff that needs to, to take place. The only screens that we did worked. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Fournette Fournette had what, 47 yards on three catches? So, yeah. And they're all screens. That's, I mean, production, Mm. proof,
1: efficiency, keep doing the plays like that. We didn't see any of those tight end screens. There's something we touched on in the film study again. Cameron Bray, if he's going to be dropping balls, make it an easier opportunity to catch the ball and run. Why the hell is OJ not getting those? I know he's coming back from injury, but him running across the sideline, trying to jump up to get that fade, and then back in the end zone to that Tom Brady just threw like kind of a in the back, just a throwaway. He's still mm-hmm. giving effort. He's booking it. So why is he only getting one target? I don't know. I mean Gronk's not in the game. There's no excuse. I I don't know. I don't I don't understand that. Literally give him his opportunities. Maybe they're slowly bringing him back in, like how they did Gronk last year. Mm-hmm. That's inexcusable to me. I mean, especially when it's OJ or Cam Bray. OJ was a starter last year over all three of them. So, right. The man, his credit. I
0: mean, mm-hmm. he's
1: still a gifted athlete. Put the ball in his hands. I'll see what happens. Right. So, get more creative. Like you said, Uh, red zone play calling was not good last night at all. I agree. Like I was saying, put those three tight end sets and let's do something crazy. They did do some. Patriots just covered the one tight end that (laughs) that Mm -hmm. wouldn't be covered usually, but yeah, it's like you said, the Gowan formation. There, someone was talking about fades. We didn't even do a fade, there was no time to throw a fade. Yeah, I, or yeah, we'll look at it in the all 22, but a lot of it was upsetting. Play calling Mm -hmm. was not the best, and then Brady was forcing a little bit too. I mean, but then again. Antonio Brown, catch the damn ball in the end zone. And we don't have to hope the guy misses a a field goal. Right, right. That was a badass throw, though.
0: Yeah, that was probably his best throw of the night. Um, And just unfortunate, couldn't come down with it. But uh, yeah, I mean, just got to make the most of those opportunities. And it's definitely got to get better. Um, You know, hopefully they can improve it. There's, you know, plenty of answers to go to. They have the the guys there, uh. But offensively, yeah. I mean, it's just um, they for whatever reason they're still trying to find, you know, that gear that that worked, you know, last season. So hopefully, it, hopefully it comes together. Talking about my gear, and <laughs> plus I was set up.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Offensively, they have their weapons. I think Brady and Leftwich and BA need to get together and brainstorm. Quick, mm-hmm. I guess. Then again, like I said earlier, every team's bringing their A game. The Bucks just got to match it, and we've just faced a guy that has seen Brady for twenty years and knows ins and outs of him. Where is he strong at? Where is he weak at? And they just they just played it. We still came out with a victory. It's all that matters. But again, we're facing the Dolphins next week, who is another defensive coordinator who saw Brady for a little while. Probably doesn't know everything that uh, Ryan. Belichick knows. Right. But, but let's see. Um any more points on offense you want to hit on before moving over to defense? A lot of people want to know about that secondary.
0: Yeah, I mean, offensively, I guess we're we're so critical on them because they really need to be a strength right now, uh, especially right. with the defense and the way they're hurting. So uh yeah, I mean, but with that being said, the defense getting to that side of the ball, I thought uh they played they played the best they could. I thought they did a lot of good things. They got pressure on Mac Jones. They they hit him a lot. Um, Patriots just had a good answer as far as like dumping out off short and stuff like that. But you know, I thought they did. They did what they had to. They got sacks. They got turnovers. That's definitely what they uh, they have to do going forward if they want to be successful.
1: Yeah, pressure from the mm-hmm. front front four, or it's just Vita Vea taking out a whole entire side of an <laughs> offensive line. So yeah. Joe Tryon get easy sacks. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Joe Tryon got two sacks. We are definitely doing a, a film study on Joe Tryon this week. <laughs> yeah, Hopefully get it out sooner and so y'all can see. Like, It was just a matter of time. People got frustrated. I saw it in the comments. Oh, he's not doing shit. I'm like, give him his time. He's a mm-hmm. rookie. Remember. Uh, I guess they're expecting JPP stats immediately, but he put him up to, uh, this week. Four sacks in total from... The defense. Let's see. They got three, four, five, six tackles for loss, and that was a, a good performance from the front seven. David come up by with the biggest one with mm-hmm. knocking it down. Oh, Andrew, thanks for this, guys. Jacoby Brissett could be good in Miami. It's his last chance. What do you guys think? Thank uh, you for the I, super chat. Awesome.
0: Plus, yeah, my- yeah. Thank, thank you, Andrew. No, no, much appreciated. You're always sending our our comments on the YouTube always supporting us. So very much appreciated. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, uh, he's a very talented dude. I just think he's had his ups and downs, especially with the situations he's been in, uh, Indianapolis. I thought he had some good, good stuff going on there. It just, they really, um, he never really found that way to get it consistently going, you know, being that every, you know, week starter now in Miami. I mean, it's, it's another tough situation down there because they really don't have, they don't have great pieces offensively, but they're decent. Um and I'm not sure he's the guy that can really elevate their game to another level. So it it is what it is really for him. Uh you know he's gonna be a solid player. He's not really gonna do you know Superman type things or he's really not gonna you know lose the game for you if if that makes sense.
1: I'll say good luck this week. That's all I'm gonna say. Right. or front seven coming after him. Good luck. I mean, the, the hit Devin White had on Mac Jones, disgusting.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and Miami's offensive line is a, is another one that is uh, you know it has its ups and downs. It's, it's struggling. So, yeah, man, it it should be should be another you know successful week for the defense, hopefully. And hopefully, we can piece together that secondary that I know everyone wants to talk about. You know, obviously, it's it's hopefully. injured. Before yeah. we get
1: to that, let's finish the uh Joe Tryon talk because there's some good points sure. on here. Sure, sure. Um, where is it at? Let me get it. Let me get it. Uh someone just saying he just over over prefer, uh, over pursues a little bit on Joe Tryon, if I can find it.
0: Yeah, I got Do you. you right. There you go. Um yeah, I mean there's there's a times where he's trying to get up the field so fast, um, and sometimes he does get pushed past the quarterback. Uh, but you know, it, it, it's stuff that he's learning. He, he knows he needs to take a more direct step towards the path of the QB. And I thought he did some really good things. Obviously the, the stunt work with Vita Vea getting pretty much both of his sacks or helping him get the sacks, mm-hmm. you know, that that's always a bonus, but he did have some good rushes. I thought he played the run, uh, outstanding. I thought there's a lot of good things against the run. Uh, so that's good. It just seems like his overall game is getting better week to week. And that's what you want to see going forward. The The pass rush is going to come uh, with time. He's going to figure these tackles out. I thought a lot of the stuff he was doing last night was trying to set up the uh, the left tackle. And, and eventually he did because he started going inside more and he was getting more pressure that way. So it, it's all part of the process. Yeah, a lot of it is setting
1: things up. But still, like, when he starts understanding he can go through guys instead of just going around them or having help to get a stunt, I think he's going to just fly up to another level because mm-hmm. his length just gives him that much more of an a, advantage over left tackle. So guys are going to be thinking, holy shit, he's going to be firing off the edge, and then all of a sudden he cuts right into their chest plate, pushes them over, and then dip rips mm-hmm. inside. I mean, that that's going to be special when he can start doing that. Right. And that's where – I can't wait to see it. I think he's just getting better throughout the the game, not just the season, but each game. Mm -hmm. Even dropping back in coverage, he hurt himself on one play, and he's just going a million miles an hour. If he just slows down, knows his zone, knows where he needs to be, he's going to be good. I mean, he's already doing well and performing. Now he's putting up the stats. Everyone's looking for that big game, and he shows it up on Sunday night football. That, That was extremely awesome, and he almost had a strip sack again. So he could have had three sacks, which would have been crazy. And right. yes, man manhandles offensive linemen. That's just a, a consistent. If there's one thing that's consistent, mm-hmm. Vita manhandles people.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Vita is a, a monster. Uh he's he's always gonna be uh that beast that, that we need. I mean he's he's gotta gotta push the pocket and he did that. Now it's just about getting these guys collectively um to play well up front and getting them you know, more direct path towards a quarterback and causing consistent havoc uh without sending the extra guys for pressure. But I, I did like that they were utilizing Devin White Levante more as those a gap a gap blitzes consistently getting them in the face of Mac Jones. I thought that was very nice to see. Uh but, you know, to the secondary, uh, it is definitely injured. Um, you know, Richard Sherman was, I thought he did an outstanding job for a guy that, you know, just started playing football probably three days ago. So, you know, it's awesome that he was in there and he played pretty much the whole game. And I I thought he did well. Again, he came up with a a key fumble recovery. Uh, He didn't let anything go past him. I thought he did a good job of just keeping guys in front tackling and, and just really doing what he can. And then on the other side, Pierre Desir, I thought played well, I thought did good things. So. Uh, Obviously, Antoine Winfield making big plays, forcing turnovers, creating turnovers, you know, coming up with interception, uh, you know, and Jordan Whitehead being Jordan Whitehead. So there's a lot of good things from the secondary. Uh, Ross Cockrell, I thought, made good plays, but it's just a unit that we're just going to have to deal with. They're going to have to find ways to create turnovers. Really, that's how they're going to stop people. You're not going to really see like the three and outs uh, consistently until we get some of these guys back, you know, we got to get some of these guys back healthy.
1: I mean, it looks like Jamel Dean possibly is back this week. Let's see. Uh, He's got to practice first. Right. But um, yeah, the secondary, it was crazy to see. I mean, the fact that Carl Davis goes down, then you're Richard Sherman. Like you just said, days of being in practice and it was debatable if he, if he was even going to play, Now he's the number one. And he showed his his awareness, his just savvy veteran self on plenty of plays. I mean, they were doing that cover three that was known in Seattle, and yeah, he doesn't get beat deep, but he gets what's a, whatever is underneath, and he keeps it before it's a first down. Then he gets called for a bullshit flag, where I don't know how else he's supposed to play defense. I mean, so, so again, I'm gonna add the the flags to this because Jordan Whitehead gets called for a flag, which is bullshit too. He's going after an interception. Ted doesn't see shit, but he, he gets in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. Even when the announcers are saying some of this doesn't make any sense, is where it's just what are you supposed to do? I, yeah. I just don't defense is already hard enough because the the rules are set up for advantage for the offense. And yeah. shit like this happens. So it's a, it's annoying, but yeah, just jumping off what you were saying. Uh DeSir actually played really well. I was surprised to see that because he was mm-hmm. just thrust in there too yeah he didn't make any crazy good plays but he didn't give up any crazy big plays either yeah so that was a big cockerel with the tip pass that one intercepts But now we're dealing with him injured concussion exactly. protocol it's yeah. just how the hell is it keep <laughs> dinging left and right and then mike edwards him and sherman i think a lot of teams are going to be doing this grouping together on the outside having the two secondary players decide who's going after who mm-hmm. they just play all day I feel like Edwards just kept making the wrong read yeah. that's scary moving forward considering he's probably going to play a lot more on that outside I don't know I don't know how you feel about that
0: no I mean it, it it's going to be a challenge um you know you definitely you're missing you need Carlton Davis you need Jamal Dean you need Sean Murphy bunting back uh I feel like you know obviously once those guys get back then your depth is probably much better better shape you know because with Richard Sherman in there with those guys. And now Dean's probably your, your fourth guy, you know, and that, that's a nice problem to have. Um, so it, it'll get better. Uh, it's just going to take time and hopefully these guys don't continue to get hurt and we can stay healthy. Uh, but this is, this is what happens when you're defending champs. You know, last year we were so lucky with injuries and now this year we're facing it uh, right now early. So that's why I, I, I said at the beginning it's a blessing to get the win because NFL is tough. Like these games, right. they're not easy to win at all. It's week to week. Uh you know, shit happens throughout the game that you just can't control. And now you have to battle the refs too, plus you have to battle right. the other team. Um it, it's uh it's always a battle uphill climb. Uh, you know, because you look at the calls last night, obviously. I don't know what they were thinking about returning that fumble, that Shaq Barrett force that should have been our football. And maybe that changes the game completely early because what if we score a touchdown there, then the game's pretty much probably out of hand uh, going the rest of the way. I think we take over if we get a touchdown early there and uh, you know, things could be different. So it's just, uh, it's just going to be a challenge. Um, and really, like I said, last week's podcast, the, the front seven, is gonna have to be dominant every week. They're gonna have to find a way to win up front. JPP coming back hopefully soon within the next couple of weeks. That that's gonna be important. These guys are gonna have to just find ways to win up front and continue to attack. I I think really can't worry about the coverage. You know, obviously they're gonna get thrown on, but I think the main thing is you just keep attacking and get after this quarterback. Force the issue. Force him to throw it quicker than he wants and then we can see what happens
1: that's that's it right there oh
0: yeah yeah, Nate yeah. Day for buck fans yeah <laughs> I, it it does i mean i think all of us bucks fans were having some ptsd last night because we were thinking oh here we go again here comes the bears game all over or the giants game in years past um so that's when i you know because i was planning to come on to this podcast and really just lit. it lit everything up on fire and like really say, you know, we're just not a good team right now, but I looked at it. I looked at it again and I'm like, I can't do that. You know, if this was any other team, we would have lost that game night and day. Um So to be three and one right now and be in first place, you gotta, you just gotta keep it going and keep rolling Um and see how this team can find a way to get better. And I think they will. Yeah. You could have had the quicksand effect. Like you
1: always talk about, yeah. I mean, one bad thing led to another. Oh, we didn't get a call away. Oh, those stupid refs. How can we win? They just let that succumb to, oh, we can't win because of the refs. It's just an ongoing battle you're going to have to face every week. I mean, that's part of it. Injuries, it's part of it. It's part of the game. And to be honest, I'm not going to take away from Mac Jones' performance. He did have a good one. I mean, he almost had 300 yards. But then again, with how many damn pass attempts he had, no running game. Was almost forced to get that, but if he doesn't get some of those flags, so some of the bull crap that gets oh, let's rerun it. That was a fumble, yeah. If they don't get that, I mean, maybe he doesn't get first downs, maybe they don't continue with their drives, kind of like the same with ours. Like maybe a break catches some balls. We're not talking about it. it's a close game, it's right. more of a landslide, Bucks win, but yeah.
0: Mike Evans catches his slant or, you know, AB catches the ball in the back of the end zone. Again, it's a, uh, it's a common, yeah, it's a common game of just whoever makes the most of their opportunities really. And um, it's crazy how inches of, of the football can, can change the, the outcome of the game every week. So, yeah, I mean, I, that, I guess my point, what I was trying to say with all that that I talked about, the main thing is just take a deep breath. Everything's going to be okay. This team is still very talented. Let's just ride this wave and, and see where it takes us. They're going to figure it out. Again, you still have the greatest quarterback of all time, and I, I think you know it, it's going to be fine, especially with the opportunities that you have coming up, the opponents that you're facing. it definitely have a chance to get some wins here racked up, especially before you go to New Orleans on uh, Halloween. You should be in a in a good position. I'll say this. Um,
1: yeah, it, it's a good thing that the actual injuries are now not later in the season. Oh, for sure. What's one benefit of this happening right now, and we're still winning. That's humongous. Yeah. If anyone saw our text messages back and forth, they would have thought it was the same game from last year at home. We're getting blown out. <laughs> but it was just, it just, when we look at it our way, it's like, what are you doing? It's like plain and simple, like, run the ball it's working it's raining mm-hmm. your quarterback is forcing things like trying to throw harder than he normally is calm him down as a play caller as a coach make it an easier situation that's your job that's what pisses me off you're like what are you doing seriously why aren't right. you attacking the weakness when you showed you could do it in the playoffs but now it's the regular season and it's like back to square one and mm-hmm. that's something Danny Danilo kind of mentioned it, like it's By- Byron which you got to worry about.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I always I always tell you, I'm like, you know, why why do they not see the situation at hand right now? I mean, you got, you know, you have this the circumstances that you're dealing with, like you said, the rain, the monsoon. Uh, obviously, you're having success running the football. Why not continue to to repeat that process and continue to get first downs, chew the clock, help your defense out. Um, you know, when you have a third and five situation, why are you not trying to scheme something up where you guys got, you know, coming across the field, hitting the middle of the field, um, don't have to attack downfield all the time, uh, you know, set things up in different ways. And that's just, like you said, it's it's very frustrating because we have guys that can do different things, but they're always trying to do the same damn thing, you know, with the. (laughs) you know, try to go down the field and force that issue, you know, run the football. It's working, you know, stick with what works. Use some no huddle offense. I mean, the one time we did use no huddle, uh, we had success with it and, you know, it didn't, we never went back to it. So um, yeah, it's just kind of give and take right now. We'll just see what they come up with as the year goes on. But at the end of the day, we got to trust these players because I mean, they are very talented and I, I think we'll be okay.
1: Even when we do mess up, we're good enough to actually overcome it. But that's the thing when it, when it comes to serious game planning and a team that's good, like the Rams, like,
0: yeah, that's where you run into trouble,
1: right? So you just can't keep doing this and you got to learn from your mistakes and get better. Again, it's, I give credit to Belichick, 20 years of experience with one guy that is literally the best quarterback of all time. He knows some things, so maybe it's a credit to that. And also where is it? Someone else sitting here. Same thing. TB12 Goatman. Miami always plays Brady tougher than any other coach that has had history with Tom Brady. Again, that's something I mentioned again. Brian Flores. Brian Flores, right? Yeah, the Brian coach. Flores. Yeah. coach coordinator of the Patriots, so he knows a couple things, too. So, mm-hmm. It's going to be complicated,
0: even though people think it's going to be a blowout. Again. No, no, they have a very good defense. That's kind of the strength of their team. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a challenge, and i'm kind of i'm just laughing with the uh steve belichick comments in here all right he, he was he was very very strange dude last night on tv i don't know i don't know why they kept putting him on the tv screen that was just weird with the uh the faces and like what is wrong with this guy and but then again it's like he's bill belichick's son so that kind of makes sense that he was doing what he was doing it was like he was trying too hard yeah i think he was trying to you have
1: a little bit of Gruden and Belichick and just crazy.
0: It was like Gruden was like a mullet. And I'm like, what is going on and, here? I don't know. Weird.
1: Everything about it was awkward.
0: And it was like, I think someone was like phoning him in like, dude, you're on camera. Do something
1: stupid. <laughs> There's no way. It was, it was creepy. MDPL. It was.
0: Yeah, it was. It was just, you're not lying. I was like, please just stop um, showing him. Like, Yeah i'm like first i'm like i was concerned i'm like is this guy okay like and then you wanted yeah (laughs) yeah just weird just weird yeah but i mean i mean ken smith's right he did look like that guy hanging outside the gas station it's like yeah (laughs) what's going on there yeah well i gotta go google his
1: face yeah go go do it 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 creeped out beyond creeped out Mm. um Defensively, let's look at some other areas. PDVA doing his thing. Shaq getting a sack.
0: Obviously, the run defense was outstanding.
1: Negative one yards. I'll take that. <laughs> 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Uh, Devin White flying all over the place. I like how they used him. He almost had a pick that could have ended the game, too. So, right, yeah, definitely. Getting close. But, I mean, the secondary to me, honestly, it played well considering what the hell they had. Mm. So, and so it's something to build off of. Hopefully we can move forward with that, especially with them learning the, the defense entirely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure what their numbers were on third down. I don't know if you can pull that up real quick and see what they were third down wise, but it felt like they, yeah, they were definitely more cleaner and, and how they were approaching it. You know, obviously the Patriots were just, Doing a lot of over the middle stuff, you know, making sure uh, Mac Jones had an option to get rid of the football because we were hitting him often. I think we had over 12 QB hits or something like that. So plus three sacks and, uh, you know, and it led to turnovers, big turnovers. So I thought that was very important.
1: This is 22% third down efficiency, but I don't know exactly what the hell, what the numbers were exactly.
0: But that's still pretty bad. Maybe yeah.
1: Even 20% efficiency.
0: Yeah, that's that's really good. So,
1: yeah, that's a good sign. Like <laughs> what they would get first downs based off of flags, like I was saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, they had a couple of drives there where it's just like, yeah, flag after flag that was very questionable. You know, I, I still, I don't see the Richard Sherman pass interference, and then obviously the Jordan Whitehead one was was garbage. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things there that was just. Weird, um, and then they didn't call the false start on the left tackle. That was obvious. So he even put his head down, like he he knew, he, yeah, he knew he do he did it, and um, yeah. So there's just a lot of inconsistencies there, but I thought it was really a good effort by the defense, so maybe their best defensive performance so far. Well that's kind of crazy to think about too. Yeah. I mean, four sacks that, that I mean,
1: we had three sacks going into the game, right? Right. I'll take that. Mm. I'll take that big time. I'll take a win with that. Right. But, I mean, let's see. I
0: mean, you only gave up 17 points. So, I mean, that that's definitely a step in the right direction. Obviously you're not facing a great offensive juggernaut like we did last week. Um, and now you're going into, you know, a dolphins game where they're not, you know, typically strong, you know, they're going to try to run the football. They probably won't be successful. They're going to try to throw to their tight ends. The receivers are kind of banged up. Um, So it's going to be a game where I think we can have some opportunities to especially get after a quarterback that likes to hold the football longer than uh, he should. So we should have opportunities to to get sacks. If, if the coverage is just being in the position where they need to be.
1: I mean, Again, again, people are gonna think it's gonna be a blowout. I don't honestly think it will be.
0: No, but it'll be a close game.
1: Anytime we hold a team to seventeen points, I would expect it to be a blowout, to be honest. <laughs> right. The,
0: the way I have a
1: standard for the offense, like that's that's what Tom Brady needs to get across to this offense. There needs to be a standard that we need to hit every damn game. I mean, there's no reason they don't they aren't scoring thirty points a game. At yeah. least
0: They they should be at least averaging I would say twenty eight um you know that's definitely that's definitely what they should get is at least twenty eight points that's four touchdowns and that's something that they should be able to hit on um you know it doesn't matter
1: who the hell is on defense you can't cover everything we have right it doesn't matter if Gronk's out I mean you still have three number one wide receivers that you can hit someone was mentioning maybe it's Brady has a gets too attracted to one guy and wants to throw it to him i don't believe that i think he just finds the best option but they need to play call it better that's the only thing brady can't do it all on the field you got to kind of mm-hmm. help out set some easy ones up for him just to run past run run past find ways where it's attacking the, off the defense but mm-hmm. that's up to left which and ba to kind of game plan together but i interrupted you go ahead
0: no you're fine i was just you know i Definitely, I agree. You know, twenty-eight to thirty points—that should be the norm for this offense. Again, they have a lot of a lot of uh, quality players on that side of the ball. They have an offensive line that is healthy, quarterback that's healthy. You you should be able to find ways to, you know, capitalize inside the red zone. So it's it's got to pick up. They got to just be better in how they scheme these guys open. You you got to do different things to to get the one on ones for Mike Evans. You have to. Find ways to move these people around, Um, you know, do some trick plays if you have to, you know, where what happened to the reverses to Antonio Brown or Chris Godwin, you know, stuff like that, where you get these misdirection plays, you know, hell, you know, let Brady roll out and, and throw to the flat, you know, just easy, easy plays like that to set things up uh, for later on the game.
1: Well, let's see. I see if the creativity starts slowly coming don't tell me it's guys are learning on the go. You can't, they, that's not an excuse no more. So fix
0: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Let's, um, uh, Other things on offense. I I'll mean, just say just, what I'll say one thing on, on special teams, yeah. for the love of God, just, just run North and South, please, for the return game. And if, and just play Darden. Like Darden can do the same things that Mickens can do. I'm sorry. I mean, just just let him just let him play. So just let it happen. And yeah, Kay, I agree. You know, if Darden can get on offense and you can run some reverses that way, do it. Um, get him involved in the the quick screen game, etc. Yeah. Also, Rich, thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyone in the chat hasn't done it yet, hit the like button. Help support the channel. Helps put a smile on plus's face and we're all happy. Kumbaya. Oh, and also plus,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're late in the game.
0: Oh, yes. I know.
1: So let, let's talk, bring this
0: up. Talking about football, we gotta we gotta talk about other balls too. So
1: So you- also I want to say it was a rainy day in that Bucks game. It was rain was coming down, but have you ever cut the grass in a rainy day as well? With the lawnmower 4.0, you can do that. Waterproof. I've used it and it it works. It works in the rain and it's an easy clean. Simple. Clean. Just re- let it run down the, the wash. Perfection on this thing. Uh clean cut. Awesome. Guys, if you like the manscaped product, I mean I like it. Plus, what's your two cents on that?
0: Yeah, I think it's just a, a very efficient and effective product. So guys, I mean, if you, you know your significant other out there, your wives, I think will be very appreciative of it. Uh Go check out the the product at manscaped.com. Hit in that promo code real bucks talk. You can help support the channel that way, but also get a, get yourself a great product in Manscaped where, man, you can be just feeling great about yourself as far as just smooth and just having a, having a great uh, week overall
1: hell yeah man especially after a win like that you're gonna need to trim some hedges or something geez mm-hmm. that lawnmower does work Can you are correct you that do. is correct it it does and there's no nips no no cuts it's like plus that it's smooth but um special teams i don't know what the hell's going on bradley pinion
0: dude needs to clean it up yeah he uh, said he's had some weird kicks going on here lately so you know those first two weeks i mean he was like our best player so i don't i don't know what's going on there um hopefully he's okay he can get back on board uh you don't want to see him kick the ball out of bounds to to start the game so yeah just start the game no i don't i don't use it to trim my beard
1: it is trim it is trimmed today though i'll give you that
0: oh yes
1: yeah make it look nice Mm, looking fresh (laughs) um Guys, bring any other comments or points you want to touch on. Oh, Corian Brown said Antonio Brown should return punts. What do you think on that one?
0: I mean, it, it wouldn't hurt. Uh, I think he's a guy that would definitely find a way to get yards. Um, I, I just feel like <laughs> I just feel like if if Darden, you know, he can do the same things that Mickens does. Um, and he just he provides provides more potential. So Ooh. just just gotta let let that roll i think
1: who provides more potential
0: uh darden for sure I, I just feel like he's just got more ability and i i think you gotta let that play out yeah plus i
1: mean you know what based on everyone saying this just mm. this is steve belichick this is yeah. who we're talking about they, they get the the business up front party in the back he's got that going on and then here's the most recent one Making the faces like this. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. Like He's doing some serious things.
0: <laughs>
1: but, uh, yeah, and this was happening all throughout the game. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> and
1: they would sit on him before snaps. Like, oh, big play in the game. Should we watch Tom Brady or should we see his facial expression? That's what you saw. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, back to some Buccaneer content. Hey, it was part of the game, right? Part of the game. He's going to get a big job based on that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, I uh, yeah. Joe Dirt. That does. That's a good comp.
1: Ugh. I don't. I don't know. That, that's just begging for attention. What that looks like. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's working. It worked. It worked. Yep. Uh, let's see. A on
0: returns. K. Okay. <laughs> that one. Now that's some powerful stuff. I mean, former running back out of high school. So. Not opposed against it, you know. Just have to get them going, you know, get that momentum going and see what happens.
1: I mean, here's something I want to touch on. So, how long with the secondary with all these injuries? I mean, like I mentioned, Antoine Field concussion protocol, let's see if it's just a week or if it's lingering two weeks. Let's see. Right. You're hoping D Delaney or uh Jamel Dean comes back, mm-hmm. then you'll have. Sherman and Dean on the outside, and then Desir kind of goes number th- number four because you know R- Ross Cockrell is probably going to be your your nickel regardless.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you just need more more bodies that have mm-hmm. actually had experience. I know it's it's tough, but it's something you, you it's part of the game. You got to work with that. And then also it's just the front seven working with the secondary. That's something that's been off all season. Like
0: mm-hmm. they'll get
1: pressure, but there's no coverage at all they need to work together okay if they're going in i got to be able to read this quickly like first read and go because my front seven's gonna work get there fast i can't allow that first read
0: to be a, a easy pass yeah. i hope they get solved you <laughs> know it's
1: a lot of pieces moving in
0: yeah i mean you know right now they're playing a lot of cover three a lot of cover two which which i don't mind at all i, I like having the two safeties back there so you're not giving up the the big play uh, but when you are going to be aggressive and you're going to blitz, you you got to match that with your coverage. So yeah, it goes hand in hand. Uh, coverage has to understand what the front seven is doing. Front seven has to understand what coverage is doing um, and they have to work together uh, seamlessly. So pressure has got to be there regardless. Um, that is going to be their go-to calling card. Uh, Todd Bowles is all about, you know, creating that big turnover. So He's going to do whatever he can to get the football back. Uh, And obviously last night it worked. Um, You know, we forced turnovers. We just, unfortunately, offense couldn't really uh, capitalize on them like we, we should have. But for the most part, if that continues week in week out, we're going to be okay because the offense is, is going to figure it out where they can score off those turnovers. um, And it's going to help your team uh, win.
1: And that's the biggest argument we have. I mean, Mm -hmm. the offense is that loaded with best quarterback of all time. This many offensive weapons at wide receiver, tight end, and running back—you got to be able to score enough where this defense can just do enough. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact they held a team to 17 points and it wasn't a blowout is a slap to my face. It's like I don't, I don't get what the hell y'all are doing. Mm -hmm. Use your guys correctly; they will. It'll. It's just a part of the ebbs and flow of the season. That's what BA says all the time. It is annoying when it's not happening, especially after you had a year to figure this stuff out. I mean, Bucks beat Bucks. That's usually how it happens. So let's figure it out. There's going to be bumps on the road. It's not going to be Kumbaya 17 0. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't do it now. Plus, I was happy about that last week, but <laughs> it's, it's part of it. And yeah. something we just got to get used to as Buck fans. It, it wasn't just Jameis, it wasn't the coaching, old coaching staff from prior to BA. It's, it's just something I don't know.
0: I don't but- know. Well, I'll just say this. I mean, every every NFL season is is a new year. Uh teams are different. As you see that just the early landscape of the NFC, you know, obviously the Cowboys are better. You look at the Carolina Panthers, they're improved. Uh, you know, the Saints are still a decent team. You look at the Arizona Cardinals are are still very good, obviously 4 and 0. Um, the Rams are still a good football team. So there's, there's a lot of good teams out there. Um, Packers, uh, you look at, uh, who am Uh, I forgetting? Yeah. Yeah. Seahawks. So it, it, it's going to be a, it's going to be a climb and the, the team is not going to be what it was last year. That that's in the past. So we just have to see how this team's going to shape forward. You got new guys in there now with the injuries. So, just got to keep working at it, keep tinkering, try to uh, improve your execution. And hopefully this team gets going at the right time like they did last year where they peaked and they got into the playoffs and they just kept it going. And it's very like
1: that's what's going to happen. I mean, with these injuries early on, like Gronk's going to be out a while. I mean, right. fractured ribs, punctured lung. It's going to be a long while. Mm. Colton Davis, we don't know how long it's going to be. It right. could be week to week. It could be long stay on the injured or injured list. Same thing with SMB. Like he he's still got to practice first. I mean he hasn't even mm. all practicing. So yeah, long long haul. But uh, a lot of people want to know what we think the record will be by the bye week by week nine well
0: yeah i mean before the bye i think we play the saints so you look at the next couple of opponents obviously you got to take advantage of who you're going up against you got miami and then you got the eagles on a on a short week thursday night football and then you have the bears uh so you know definitely you got to win at least two out of those three you know hopefully you can win them all and, and be what would that be six and one going into uh new orleans um so really you know realistically i think you know 6 and 2 is definitely possible i think that's somewhere where we were we were there last year i believe we were 6 and 2 at one point so i i think that is uh that's the minimum i would say i i think that's what you got to hit uh, and if you can do that you can be in a very good position
1: and a lot of people like again i always see it in the chat like everyone thinks it's so, such an easy win
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, the, the Eagles defense is actually playing pretty well, even though they got slaughtered by Mahomes late in the game. They just started stacking touchdowns left and right. But Hertz, another hard guy to bring down, short passes, he, he extends plays. The Bears that beat us last year, everyone thought that was a shoe in. So, I mean, you got to do it week to week. Don't think it's a slaughterhouse, even though some situations it should be. Like at a Dolphins game, I would think this should be one, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: likely not going to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, was, I mean you're coming back home. You're coming back to I think the weather should be much better than it was yesterday. Uh, so that's a positive. Um, it's gonna be hot, you're gonna kind of be in your comfort zone. Yeah. So I mean, comfort level and you know, obviously having your home fans there is gonna be gonna be good. And, you know, offense can get back on track and defensively hopefully get after you know, Jacoby Kobe and company and, and see what you can do. But yeah, I'm with you, Mark. I think it's just, let's focus on this week, try to get to four and one. And then you just kind of progress and, and go from there, especially you just don't know who's going to be out on the field right now. Um, right. As, as injuries are just, you know, it's, it's a thing for this team uh, currently. Another reason why we keep getting
1: aggressive on the offense. I yeah. mean, they got to be able to carry us right now, especially with all the injuries on the defensive side and, it just didn't start the year looking good, and now jbp you don't even know if he's going to play. So right. it's hard. It's hard to rely on the defense to stop teams to only 17 points when they're this banged up. So offense has got to step up and, like I said, build that standard of how good they they should be. And I think Brady should be the first one to kind of put his foot down on that, even though it was after this emotional game. we got to kind of put our foot down and say, we're a Super Bowl contender, and we need to show this with every game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, couldn't agree more. So um and I don't think I'm gonna get into the uh I see the Jameis talk has come up. I, I'm just I think I'm too tired for that right now. Uh we'll we'll get into it uh once that matchup comes up and I'm sure we'll nonstop talk about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's gonna be
1: fun. <laughs> that yeah. that week. Oh uh, that if you think of dramatic this week with Patriots fans, this is gonna be something. <laughs> yeah. No one likes the Saints, and the 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 crowd of Jameis, pro and against. It's it's gonna be something.
0: I'll say oh that. yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yep, fun times ahead. Um, but I think, yeah, I think we're gonna close it out with that, uh, guys. Uh, uh, much appreciated all the people who joined us uh, in the chat. Um, your questions and comments mean a lot to us, everyone. Uh, who gave us likes. If if you haven't given us like, we appreciate that. It helps support the channel. Subscribe if you haven't. Be sure to check us out on uh, Bucks Report. Uh, check out our links in the description. Uh, we have everything set there. Also, check us out on Patreon. I know uh, we got a, a few videos out there on that page. Um, just type in Real Bucks Talk and you should be able to find us uh, and it's a, another great way to help support us um again it's a, i think it's a dollar right now uh to join and i'm going to try to put more content up there um, as we go forward a lot of college prospects uh game breakdowns etc um, but that we're kind of just slowly progressing to get into um, so there should be more to come as the, as the year goes on with that and uh just another uh option to to see us more um so we appreciate it uh, Mark, any uh, last words?
1: No, just again, harping what you said. Thank you guys for everything you guys bring to the to the show. It's not just us. It's you guys bringing the content. We're just sitting here enjoying the season with you guys and showing everything of what's going on through our, our eyes. And we take your feedback and look even deeper into the film when you guys add your comments and your opinions in our comments, in the in the live streams, everywhere. So you guys just need to know how much you guys mean to us and how vital you are to us kind of – Continuing pushing to be better. Yeah. So, thank you. Again.
0: Yeah, definitely. And with that said, everyone have a great night. Go, Bucks. And until the next time.